So Michelle, we all know you have the best tips, but Ooh. look, you can't possibly be everywhere to help everyone. That's where an authorized Disney vacation planner can be a lifesaver. And luckily for you, we just happen to know the best. That's Nate, of course, from Main Street and more travel. Oh yeah, Nate is the best. And with things changing at the parks, resorts, and of course the high seas all the time, it's so hard to keep up even for me. Well, that's not true. Yeah, but Nate is always right on top of every move Disney makes so he can help you have the best vacation ever. Oh, for sure. If you're looking to visit Walt Disney World, Disneyland, sail the seas on Disney Cruise Line, or even explore anywhere in the world beyond Disney, our friend Nate from Main Street and More Travel can help make your vacation dreams come true. No question, sweetie. And if you've listened to our show for any time at all, you know we're big fans of high-end experiences. And that's just what you get when you work with Nate. He'll give you concierge-level vacation planning services, but at no additional cost to you or your family. Heck, you may even save money if discounts become available because Nate is always looking to make sure you get the best deal possible. And did we mention all of this comes at no extra cost to you? That's because it's Disney that pays Nate for all that top-notch service he provides so you don't have to. So if you're looking for the best person to plan your magical vacation, just go to DizTripsAndMore.com, fill out the form on the website to get the process rolling on your next fabulous trip with Nate. And be sure to tell him Tom and Michelle sent you. Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my wonderful, intelligent, gorgeous, extremely hardworking, Disney mobile ordering loving wife and co-host, Michelle. Yeah, I love me food. <laughs> Thanks, and, honey. And, and making it as easy as possible by That's mobile right. ordering exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> so good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Saturday, June 3rd, 2023. And this episode is dropping on Sunday, June 4th, 2023. Technically, uh, our anniversary for this show was a couple days ago on the 2nd. It was five years ago on June 2nd that we first dropped the wow. Adventures podcast. Uh, we are going to be celebrating that next week. We had a right. bunch of stuff going on this week, so we kind of didn't want to take... Up the time that was necessary to create that episode. Right. So we are going to be doing that episode. The big five-year anniversary celebration yeah, next week. Yeah, it'll be fun. That will be fun. But thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, we are on social media. We're on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook... Why don't you just come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group? Yeah, 
Yeah, why not? Why not? It's a fun group. It is a fun group. Just sharing everybody's adventures and enjoying everybody's yes. adventures. Yes, Disney, but through life in general. That's right. For sure. Uh, also, we are on YouTube. We're at Hyperion Adventures Podcast there. Or you can just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. And as we always say, reach out to us for anything or just to say hi. Yes, for sure. And what we'd really like you to reach out to us for is, as I mentioned just a little bit ago, we are having our five-year anniversary celebration mm-hmm. episode next week, and we would love for you to be a part of it. Uh, this is much as much a celebration of us as it is a celebration of you and for um, coming along with us on this journey. And so that's why we want you included in it. So if you could send us an audio recording, a video recording, just a written note, anything you'd want to say about the show, um, how you found the show, whatever strikes What's your you. favorite tip, maybe. Yes. Well, we all know it'll come from the show. <laughs> no. For sure. We have great, smart listeners. But uh, anything you want to put in there, add, um, we'd appreciate it very much. And we'll just need those um, sometime by Friday. So let me see. That would be the... <laughs> Let me do math in my head. Friday would be the seventh of June. I don't think that's right. <laughs> Let's try the ninth. The ninth of June. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, so by the ninth of June, I'm just not doing my math very well. It's been a long day. I was told there would be no math. So. I, <laughs> that was good. Um, yeah. So if you can just get it to us sometime by the end of the day on uh, Friday, June 9th. Um, so we can include it into the episode. That would be fantastic. Uh, we really appreciate it very much because we want you to be a part of the show. Yeah, we want to celebrate you all too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now let's start to move on to this week's show. But before we get into this week's stuff, you know, we always like to look back at the week that was because, you know, there are highs, there's lows, but we focus on the highs. We are the Disney podcast of positivity. So we like to focus on those positive moments, those great moments, those favorite moments that we have from the week that was. And when we start doing this, well, we always begin with Michelle because she's awesome, wonderful, <laughs> all things great in the world. You know she has the best lists. She definitely does the best research. And there's no question she has the best tips. She also has the best my favorite thing from this week. So, Michelle, what was your favorite thing from this week? Well, my very favorite thing from this week was actually getting to go to the parks and meeting up with some friends uh, that we initially met through the podcast and on social media that we've been in communication with on their former podcast and they've been on our podcast multiple times and that is Keenan and Rachel. Yes, uh, I'm formerly of the Part of Our World podcast. Yeah. They put that on hiatus. I don't know if they'll ever bring it back. Hoping someday they do. But yeah, we're trying. To, I'm trying to do some subliminal <laughs> right. messaging there to get that going again. We've, we've also tried to <laughs> subliminally message it to them by inviting them back on the show anytime right. they want to come back on. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we, we've been kind of setting this up for a long time. As a matter of fact, we've been setting up a meetup for, uh, gosh, almost five years, mm-hmm. it seems like, since they, cause they've been, uh, we've been kind of connecting through social media and through the uh, Disney creator world right. for a long time. Um, we got to meet Keenan briefly last 
fall, he was in town um, for Justin Monorail's birthday celebration, and we were able to connect with him through that for a short time. But we had not met Rachel in person yet, so it was so fun to get together with them. And get uh, to meet their kids. And get to meet their children and spend a good portion of the day at Epcot, just kind of meandering around and, and taking in all the fun, and we appreciate them, you know, allowing us to tag along yeah, with them say that exact um, same thing. through this uh, but yeah. it was a really really great time yeah we like exactly like you said uh, we really appreciated the ability that they let us join them for part of their vacation time and let us share that with them and it was great fun yes and they're such warm wonderful fun yeah just fantastic people great if you family. ever get the chance to connect with them um do it because they are great great people for sure exactly mm-hmm. also this was a surprise one like the keenan and rachel meetup was planned but another favorite thing from this week was that yesterday we had gone to magic kingdom for a very short time before we came home mm-hmm. um and we were on a boat back from magic kingdom to the poly uh the polynesian mm-hmm. village uh, resort of course um, where we were staying to go get our car and everything, um, a, a gentleman introduced himself to us, and his, it was Ryan, who has been a listener of the show for a long time. We've connected a couple times through social media and some other things. Right. I had never met him in person. You had never met him right. in person. Yeah. He introduced himself to us on the boat, and he couldn't have been nicer. We had a wonderful little conversation while yeah, the, for that the was... boat ride and a little bit of a walk through the Polynesian Resort afterwards, and it was so fun. Yeah, that like you said, totally unexpected. It was like the bow on the package of yeah. a very fun time going out to Disney World and just getting together with people is always great. Right, and he had just gotten off the Galactic Star Cruiser. Yes. Uh, with some other friends of ours, by the way, and uh, we are so jealous. I'm so <laughs> jealous of anybody who gets to go on the Galactic Star Cruiser. And he reiterated the fact of everything we've heard from everyone we've talked to who'd been on there before. It's an experience that you just cannot convey through marketing or anything else. Right. That it just it doesn't compare to anything else. It's unbelievable what happens on the Galactic Star Cruiser. I'm so sad that it's going away oh, before no. we get a chance to try it. Um, but so happy for all those who have had their opportunity right. to take part in this short-lived but amazing experience. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always, when you're hearing from people, it always sounds just so incredible. Mm-hmm. And yep. For sure. We just have to move on. We will, of course. And that's what we do. We, we look know. forward positively. And, um, you know, I, I'm, like I said, I'm just so happy for those mm-hmm. that did get a chance right. to do it. Um, and hopefully... Uh, if you haven't yet, hopefully you were booked in the next couple months and you will get your chance. But um, yeah, yeah, it was but, really fun uh, running into him. Yeah, it was really nice of him to, to to introduce himself to us. Yeah, yeah, really appreciated that he did that. Right. So now let's go ahead and move on to this week's show. We have lots of stuff for you this week, including we have great news for you if you have plans to visit the Disneyland Resort during spooky season. Mm-hmm. Tell you about that. A super heroic nighttime spectacular is getting set to make a return to Disneyland Paris. We'll tell you a little bit about that. And if you've recently hit the lottery, did we recently hit the lottery? No. Darn it. Mm-hmm. And are looking for the ultimate exclusive Disney trip, we have something you may be interested in to tell you about. Mm-hmm. But that's later. Let's go ahead and get to our speedy foodie topic of the week.
let's face it, we love to be able to mobile order our food. Yeah, so convenient. It, it's just the best at Disney. When Disney decided to start doing this, and it first it started at Walt Disney World, and then it eventually made its way to Disneyland, it was just heaven for us because we don't want to, we, we wait in lines enough for attractions. We don't want to wait in line for our food as well. Exactly. And, and I know that you've had a personal experience with outside of Disney, a different company trying to do a mobile order and not seeing it um, work out quite the same way. Well, this was the first day back for Major League Baseball with people in attendance. It was opening day at mm. the San Diego Padres game. They didn't quite have their mobile ordering <laughs> down. Let's just say that. There were some significant issues with it. Of course, it was their first time handling it. But one of the first things I told you is like, they should just get on the phone with Disney and find out right? how they do it. I know. I know. It is great. It is super convenient. I'm glad to see that so many more places are included in it. And we can actually share some tips and tricks on how to make Ooh. it even better easier or make your life a little bit easier well, that's fun but so what we're mainly going to do is talk about like our five favorite dishes to mobile mm -hmm. order when we're at the parks it could be at walt disney world it could be disneyland it could be at the resorts because you can mobile order food right. at a lot of the restaurants at the resorts as well so we're going to go over that but i think first michelle kind of wants to go through just for those of you that maybe haven't gone to the parks a lot or haven't experienced mobile right. order really well kind of go through a run through and let you know maybe a few tips and tricks for sure. uh, how to work uh, mobile order to the best of its advantage right Thank you. So the first thing to do is obviously that you hear with everything with Disney now is is downloading their app. So whether it's the My Disney Experience app for Walt Disney World or the Disneyland app for over on the West Coast. Um, but that's how you can actually access the mobile ordering. And what's really great now to is that they do include once you pull up the menu from a, a location that has mobile ordering, it will tell you if they accept the dining plans. That yes, are, now we can uh, actually begin purchasing for right. your vacation in 2024 if you want to add the dining plan. Right. So the the plan the dining plans go into effect um, on and after January 9th. Um, but you'll have that information in the uh, on the app on the page with the menu. So you'll see it right away whether or not they will accept it. So that's a nice easy convenience that they add on to it. Um, and the other thing is you can select your time of when you want it and it doesn't have to be really super close to the time. Um, and, we, and I think we use this as a tip one time, but you can actually plan your day if you want to and, and still have the ability of flexibility to change that time for a mobile order. So for example, we've in the morning, placed mobile orders for evening things, um, especially if you're planning to pick up something during a very busy time. Um, if you're planning to pick up from Casey's during the wait time of the fireworks, that time it blows up. And for you to try to secure it close to that time, you're going to have a struggle. Right. The last thing you want to do is really have something planned, especially if there's like, say, a little one. It's like, this is what I want for dinner. This right. is what I want for lunch. And you come to that time when you're getting ready to have lunch, have dinner, and you go to mobile order and there are no times available. The next time available is like an hour or two right. hours from there. You don't want that. So a lot of times it's better to just go ahead and place that order 
ahead of time. And then like Michelle said, you can mm-hmm. shift it if you want it a little earlier. If there are times available, you can do that. If you're not ready yet, you want to push it back a little bit farther, you can do that as well. If you want to just flat out cancel it, you just you found some other food, something right. else has tickled your fancy while you're out there. You can just go ahead and cancel that order up until that time. Right, exactly. So it, that can re- really be a convenient to, to do that in advance. Um, plus, you know, especially if you're with a larger group and you're trying to get everybody's order, you can, again, you could do that in the morning before you leave your, your home or your resort and have that all set and just adjust the time as you need it. If, if so needed, or maybe you've scored on the right time that works for everybody. Right. And by the way, we know a lot of you that listen to the show are professionals at mobile ordering and you, mm-hmm. know, you may even know more than us. Uh, credit to you. But we wanted to make sure and share some information for some people that maybe a little more newbies haven't haven't used it as often or maybe not at all. So that's why we're doing this here. So yeah. uh, hope you can last this out until we get to our five favorite uh, list here. Well, and I think that's, you know, pretty much it. You, again, I love the flexibility that they provide you that you can cancel the orders, Tom mentioned too, or make changes and things like that. So, um, you know, it, it is something that is really super wonderful that they have it at so many places and like tom mentioned not just in the parks but at the resorts Mm -hmm. as well yeah they come in handy all sorts of different destinations um where you may be whether you need to you know a lot of the resorts don't offer like room service per se um but you know you're going to get hungry when you're in there maybe it's a rainy evening you're not going out to the parks whatever um maybe you just just got back and you want a little snack uh being able to just you know punch that up there and and knowing, okay, well, I'll just head down to the lobby area or wherever the restaurant may be. Right. Pick it up, take it back to the room. You're good. You know, so it's all great. One of the things that we've seen, um, at Disney world, and I don't know if this has happened at Disneyland, uh, a couple times, even recently, like as recent as last week, um, I saw at a mobile order site for one of the resorts, it says they're only accepting mobile orders from guests of that resort. Mm. Now, I don't know if that is really their intention, if that's some old prompt that they have forgotten to remove. Um, But we've done it because we've been, you know, maybe visiting a resort and wanted to get a mobile order and had no problem. Nobody asked us if, you know, to show proof that we were staying there and the app let us do it, even though we weren't staying there. I'm not trying to recommend people break rules. I just... Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm just You're saying... You're such a rebel. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I mean, you can always try it and then go ask them and say, is this going to be a problem? You know, but we have not had the experience where we were rejected. No. As a matter of fact, we've gone through security to park at resorts right. and told them we have a mobile order there and they've allowed, they've waved us in. We just showed the mobile order on right. our phone exactly. and they've allowed us to go in there right. and uh, access some of these resorts and of course get our food. Sure. Exactly. So that's why, you know, if you really want something and that's the situation you're in, um, don't be afraid to, to try it. I, I really don't think they're going to say no to receiving your money. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, and, and again, I'm not trying to promote breaking rules. I just, to me, it seems like something that I remember reading on their website when they were initially reopening after the pandemic and that that has since been disbanded. Yeah, very so. good, very good. 
So. Anyways. Very nice. I think those are all the tips I can think of. Okay. Right well, that's good for now. <laughs> um, but if you ever have any questions about mobile ordering or whatever, I mean, it's pretty straightforward, but... Right. You know, sometimes it can get a little tricky. We're happy to answer them. Hit us up on social media, the Gmail yeah. site, whatever. Happy to answer your question. So let's get to it. Let's get to the real stuff. Let's get to the food. Yeah. The food we Love like to mobile about. order often. It's like if you see us in the parks or in the resorts, this is the stuff we're most likely ordering when we're in and around them. So Michelle... Uh, do you have five? I do have do you five. Have more I, than five? You know, I have five. Oh, I have more than five. Uh, wow, very. Look, I'm glad that. Couple honorable mentions. Nice, nice. Um, you know, it, and it's funny because some of the things that I have mobile ordered in the past aren't there anymore. So th- these, what I have here, are ones that, as of today, the right, day, the day we're as recording, we are recording this, yes, yeah, is what's available. Um, and I have a feeling that at least one, if not more of ours will probably I have match. A, we, we tend to like the same things in yeah. general. So I have a feeling that, yeah, we're going to have a couple that are going to sync up here. So let's go ahead and get to Michelle's list. You know she'll have the best <laughs> list. It's know. bound to be interesting. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Much Mine will be straightforward. You can pretty much predict it. Um, uh, Michelle's will be very interesting. So let's uh, get to it. Michelle, what is your number five favorite dish to mobile order. Okay, so my number five favorite dish um, is over at the Contemporary Resort at the Steakhouse 21 to go, um, which again, I didn't mention this before, but some of the the um, restaurants that actually the have more table the sit service, down, yeah. that have table service, um, also provide an opportunity for to go orders as well. And so this is one of them. And um, so, I remember having this not too long ago and loving it was the vegetables Wellington. Mm. So it's served kind of like a, a beef Wellington, you know, with the with the wrap from the um, what do they use the puff pastry? Yes, you know, um, but it's it's with vegetables and not that I'm opposed to beef Wellington. Love that too, um, but thought this was an interesting take on that that they that they would have a Wellington made out of, um, of vegetables. So it includes mushrooms, um, artichokes, um, Brussels sprouts, you know, it's tasty. It, yeah, uh, it's tasty. and yeah, if you're staying in, in and around the contemporary or Bay Lake towers, it is, a, and you are looking to do a mm-hmm. little in-room dining, right. Um, that is a great way to go for sure. Yeah. I mean, you could probably get it to, and you know, like if you were to go to the contemporary on the monorail and, and then end uh-huh. up going over to Won't be any- Grand Floridian or Polly. You might be able to make it, but... You it, can. You, you definitely can. can. And you, you can just have to plan to eat whatever. it right away. <laughs> but the problem with the Wellington, which you really want from the Wellington, is kind of that crispiness yes. of the puff pastry. And the longer it sits there in the Steams, box, yeah, yeah it, it gets a little more That's soft true. and mushy. That's it's not true. quite as good. Still tasty, uh, but maybe not quite as good. So, so Chef Tom is absolutely right. Have it if you're staying on property. If you can't. That, if you can't. But contemporary it's still, or Bay Lake. It's still yummy um, if you're going to take it someplace else or even just take it home. Um, but uh, it's at its best if you can eat it somewhat quickly after you order it. Right. Yeah. And again, what's really nice about this one is it's an elevated dish. It's not like when you think of um, mobile orders, a lot of times we think of just the quick service. And that's not what this is. It's a really very nice dish that you would 
be able to have served to you table side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. very good. Nice choice. Thank you. What about your number five? My number five is also from a table service to go restaurant. It's one of our favorites and one we will break out every once in a while just for cocktails. Doesn't necessarily wow, even need to be, be dinner. No. Uh, my number five is from Sanaa mm-hmm. and it's the bread service from <laughs> Sanaa, which we love anywhere. Yes. I mean, Sanaa is a wonderful restaurant. Right. You should go eat there if you get the chance. But if, if you're just looking for a little something, let me tell you, you're not going to find much better than the <laughs> bread true. service from Sanaa. The different sauces that you get to dip in, the different types of, of flatbreads um, that you use to use. It is so diverse and interesting. And the combinations you can pair it with are so good. Um, pick it up. Take it to your resort. Pour yourself a glass of wine, whatever you want. Sit right. out on your balcony and enjoy because it is really, really good. Yeah. So there's like what eleven different? I think eleven different. Um, I want to say it's ten. I don't think it's eleven, okay. but I, I could be. I, I forget. There's so, so let's many say little sauces. More yeah. than seven. There are definitely more than seven yes. sauces, and they range in temperature of, you know, stinginess. <laughs> good word for it. And sweetness. Yeah, they they range from um, sweet to spicy, and then there's some creamy in there, and the, you know, and then there's a little balance of there's like some super hot stuff, some sort of hot stuff, you know, and some super sweet stuff, and some kind of sweet stuff, you know, and, and you just you mix and match. That's the best way to right. do it is to get a little of this one, a little bit of that one, put it on the bread, take a bite. It's really good. And if you're lucky like me and you have a chef that, you know, can handle different ranges of, uh, of heat without problem, we'll be able to sample and say, okay, you want this one mixed with this or you don't want this at all. <laughs> the one thing you do when you have to, when you order it to go is that, especially if you don't know the sauces really, really well, right. is that you will have to have somebody kind of sample each sauce and put them in the correct order for you <laughs> of what from sweetest to spiciest. Right. Um, because if you dip into the wrong one, and let's just say you're not one who really likes the really spicy stuff, that could be a problem. When you get it at the restaurant, it's all in order from you in, in right. the way it's supposed to go. Um, you kind of got to feel your way through it. Well, beforehand. you can ask them. You can ask, when you pick it up, you can, if you're not familiar, cause I've had them even ask me once, but not every time they have asked me if I was familiar with them mm-hmm. because they will, um, tell you which ones are which they'll go through that for you. If you, you know, if you're totally, that's for good. The first time trying it, you can ask them to, to at least give you that description, yeah. um, to help you out there. And, you know, not all of them are, you know, they just have really great different flavors. Not all of them are super hot. We don't want no, it to no, sound no. like there's this only is like, spicy. There's only like one that's really super hot. Right. And then there's a couple more that are pretty spicy, you know, but there, right. there's only one that I would say, be careful with that one yeah. if you're not, uh, you know, someone who really likes the heat. Right. As, as an appetizer or as like Tom said, just, you know, hanging out in, in your room with, a, you know, a beverage, a glass of wine or something like that. Um, one bread service is enough to share for two people. For two people. If you have yeah. more, then yeah. Yeah, maybe get two. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, but or you if don't. You're, if you're like me, oink, 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 <laughs> and then one is good for you. It's a lot of bread. No, it's not a lot of bread. I, I think you get probably about five slices. Then it's not bread like what we think of. Yeah, it's like four or five little, like, like pita type breads, right. like, you know, that kind yeah. of bread. 
yeah and you know nice size ones um about what six inches in diameter or something like that so yeah it makes a nice appetizer or you know whatever but yeah yeah, if you're doing it like that you really probably only need one yeah for sure i think that's that's true definitely for two people one is is just fine Right, right yeah and they will. We have ordered, and they will let you in to get pick up your food, even if you're not staying at the right. Animal Kingdom yeah. Lodge. It's yeah. over at Kidani, if you're wondering where Sanaa is located. Right, so. right. And the thing with mobile ordering, too, is um, when your window that you've selected to come in comes into play, and you're at the site and want them to do it, you can hit that, you know, saying, I'm here, and prepare it. Yeah. And they'll tell you sometimes security are like, okay, you are hit it right now that you're here. Right. Because <laughs> otherwise you'll be waiting a long time. For exactly. It. And I think too, they also want to make sure that you're not just doing that to get there and then cancel it. Right. And that's true. Try to, Could be good point. You know, so. Good point. So that's my number five Disney dish to mobile order. What is Michelle's number fourth favorite? Okay, so my number four favorite is is actually kind of one that we use as a tradition when we're staying at the Fort Wilderness <laughs> campgrounds. Um, it, it's one that um, it, it's kind of hard ranking these because they're all really good, you yeah, know. I've had this one. I know what you're talking about, and it was on my list, and I pushed it off at the end. Wow, yeah. wow, yeah. I thought this one would be on your list. It was, um, and that is at um, Fort Wilderness. They have P and J Southern Takeout. Um, so it is a quick service restaurant, but they have a fried chicken meal that is amazing. Um, it never has seemed to disappoint us in terms of its crispiness and tastiness. It comes, um, it's served along with like cornbread and mashed potatoes with gravy. Um, I think at times we've had some options with the with the sides. I don't know. If it's currently if that it's way. currently that. Yeah, I think we've been able to get coleslaw and yeah, some other things. Yeah, so, I mean, check the app when, when you're doing it. Again, this is what it is as of today. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's uh, enough to serve several. I think we get this, and it's good for three of us when yeah. we have Scott with us. Um, I, I think it's good for... Well, it depends how how much you eat, but I, yeah. four people might be able to go yeah. through. It's like eight pieces of chicken. Right, yeah. So, you know, it's on the lighter side of for four people. Definitely good for three, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've sometimes seen, too, the, the individual meals, but I don't know that I saw that. When yeah, I they still have those. They, they, the they, have, the two, they have the two-piece meals mm-hmm. as well um, so, that you can order, yeah. um, which are if you just want something for yourself. They also have... Um, I mean, we always get the chicken, but we also, we have one person in our family that really loves pizza. We also have pizzas there that, <laughs> that you can order true. as well. So we'll get those sometimes. Along yeah. With the chicken yeah. Thing. That's not the best price pizza to get from, but it, it definitely, they do have that, uh, at that location. Yeah. So it's, but like, you know, I mentioned a lot of times when we're staying at the Fort Wilderness cabins, we're planning meals to to do in our in our mm-hmm. cabin because you have a full kitchen with full size uh you know right. appliances and stuff like that so we tend to do that rather than order you know pre-made food yeah. but with in this particular case on check-in day for example um where we haven't really gotten settled in right this used to be our tradition 
when we would stay at the cabins and we would fly from California in and maybe get in and we'd right. maybe arrive at the cabins around six, seven or whatever. And we were hungry for dinner. And so this would be kind of that welcome to Disney meal exactly. um, that we enjoyed so much because we stayed at the cabins quite a bit. Uh, for a while there. I think the reason why I ended up pushing it off my list is because we don't order it as much anymore because when we live in Florida, so we're, <laughs> we're going there regularly. So we don't quite do that. We There still are some things that are kind of traditions for us, but we're not doing that as much. And now that we're DVC, we're not staying at the cabins nearly as much right. as well. So I, the reason it was on my list to begin with is because I love it and it is a tradition for us, but I pushed it off because of the fact that we don't do it nearly as much as we used to. So that is Michelle's number four favorite mm-hmm. Disney dish to mobile order. Now it's time for my, my number four is a Disneyland classic. Like you go to Disneyland, uh, you I better be getting be on this once or twice while you're there. My number four is a hand dipped corn dog oh, from either the Little Red Wagon or the Stage Door Cafe at Disneyland or even better yet, Go hit up the Corn Dog Castle <laughs> at Disney California Adventure Park. Look, there's nothing super special about it. It's a corn dog, okay? But there is something magical, magical, magical <laughs> about the Disneyland corn dogs. They are so darn good. Sweet, meaty, large. They're yummy. They are yummy. You know, I had that on my list and I removed it. So it's not the one I thought you were going to say. But you're right. The corn dogs there are really, really great. The one that's on Main Street, to me, is the little red wagon. At the little red wagon. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Is the best one. I mean, it to me, it seems like it has more breading <laughs> than any of the I think other. They're pretty ones. much the same, but I understand. Really? I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like yeah, that there one is something is like, nice about that one. That one just seems like it's just jam packed with like I it's agree. been triple dipped. <laughs> cornbread breading <laughs> it's really good i mean if you have it never is. if you go to disneyland if you've never been um one of the things you need to put on your list is that it, it, i'm not you know, obviously if you're a vegetarian vegan this is right. another thing but if you're not um try one of the corn dogs because they're really really good oh and by the way if you only have experienced in walt disney world churros and you're a churro fan Wait till you get to Disneyland and try yeah. their churros because they're another level. You they know? are. It's, it's different <laughs> in Disneyland for sure. And so creative too. Right, right. So, yeah. Good choice, honey. Thanks. Good choice. So that's my number four. Let's get back to the real list now. Let's get to Michelle's number three favorite Disney dish to mobile order. So my number three dish uh, is here also at Walt Disney World and at one of the resorts. So that's at Polynesian Resort and Villas at uh, Captain Cook's. And they have a pulled pork nachos that is superb i know they're superb they're my number one. Oh man sorry that's okay i thought about putting it higher um but there was a couple other things that you know i i, I feel a little bit more close to special gotcha. or whatever um this is a new favorite for us i'm sure yeah, Michelle's yeah, about to talk about yeah. It, yeah well i'd love to hear what you have to say because i could say like what the ingredients are but um it is really really it's amazing yummy. and there's just something we have enjoyed it recently well i mean we've liked it for a while we've been ordering it um at the tambu lounge or whatever we would go down to captain cook's pick it right. up go to the tambu lounge enjoy it with a cocktail there uh, but more recently uh sitting out by the oasis pool mm-hmm. is kind of our spot we go there 
we can place this mobile order. Or I'll go pick it up. We get a couple cocktails there and just sit by the pool, taking the whole poly vibe. Right. And uh, just enjoy these nachos and a cocktail and the pool ambiance and the poly ambiance. And it's just heaven. Yeah. Totally agree with you. You know, and I'm glad you brought up a lot. Like Tambu Lounge does have some food that you can order, but this is not on their menu. And this is by far a great thing. So I'm surprised it's not on their menu. But um, yeah, I mean, it has the typical things you would see with with nachos. Um, but it also does have some pineapple salsa. Right. So it's, it. it's actually rather than like tortilla chips, it's the house made mm-hmm. potato chips that you'll find um, some places throughout the resort. And you know how good those can yeah. be. Um, so that's what it is with the pulled pork, the mm-hmm. cheese sauce, um, some pico, um, which is right. a regular t- tomato salsa, mm-hmm. but also the pineapple salsa as well. Yeah. Yeah, it is really good. Sorry, I didn't mean to take your number one. That's okay. So it's really good. It is really, really good. It's um, And it definitely, like you said, fits the vibes. And I think it's number one for me because it's just been more about the ambiance that mm-hmm. we've been enjoying recently. Right. I um, just enjoyed it just the other day. <laughs> uh, so uh, just to let you know that uh, that is something that we, you know, and you can get it at the Polynesian. You know, we had, tend to have been staying at the Polynesian more recently. So mm-hmm. we can get into the pool area there and that. That's where we like to have a cocktail. It's kind of like our last day tradition. Now, you know, we were talking about the fried chicken being our old first day right. tradition. This has kind of been since we've been driving back to our home out of the Space Coast. Um, we will check out or we'll go to the parks for a portion of the day. And then we'll head back to the poly and go by the pool right. and relax and have a cocktail. Believe me, I cut it off a while before I drive home, you know, <laughs> exactly. but, you know, have that, have a little bit of the food and just take in the ambiance. And, uh, and that's kind of our, you know, goodbye for this yeah, trip to Walt Disney spend World. Spend a little time at the pool afterwards yeah. and yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, this is good. And, you know, and sometimes when you're buying some of these quick service foods, you wonder if it's the value for it, but it is really good pulled Mm -hmm. pork too. So it does. And they give you a fair amount. It's enough to share with the two of us. Yeah. I don't think it's a full meal for two people. No. Um, but we tend to get another item too, that we enjoy nearby there. So we, you, you combo the two kind of appetizers together and it makes a a nice little lunch. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So very good. Right. Very good. So that's Michelle's number three, three and my yeah. number one. So we'll just push that out of the way now. <laughs> uh, that's okay. It's all good. Because I, I think I'm about to steal Michelle's, one of Michelle's, if not her number one here coming up soon. Um, okay. One of these next two definitely will. Uh, my number three Disney Dish to Mobile Order is another Disneyland classic. I think you're going to. Right there from the corner of Main Street, uh, USA, near the hub. Gonna. It's the Jolly Holiday Combo right. from the Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe in Disneyland. It mm. is such an amazing, I mean, it's a, called a combo. It's an amazing combination of a uh, perfect and delicious grilled cheese sandwich and a nice, creamy, delicious bowl of tomato soup. It's just, it, it, it is just excellent it's it's it the way they go together is just perfect oh yeah uh they use sourdough bread 
it's a thick cut bread for this sandwich, um, you know, and, and a lot of good cheese on it. And, and the price is really, really nice. The price is phenomenal. Yeah. Of all the things that they have at that at that bakery, because they also have some other um, dishes. They have some salads. Obviously, they have some baked goods because it's a bakery, but it's also a cafe. Um, they have really good coffees and lattes and things like that. But yeah, this the combo is a really good price and you get a great size serving and especially um uh if you're going to be there on the, some of the cooler yeah maybe it's not the or, best when it's like 90 degrees out but, but i've done it well we've done it we've yes done it. but maybe it's not the best at that time <laughs> but if it's on a crisp day where it's maybe in the mid to upper 60s you know right. it's pretty good it is pretty, pretty good. good it is pretty good it's you know it's a, a great combo of having um, that soup and tomato. I mean, the tomato soup and the grilled cheese. Yeah, it's a classic combination. Yeah. And it's, it's even more classic coming out of this wonderful Mary Poppins themed right. restaurant that has such great baked goods, sandwiches, all sorts of great sandwiches, salads, um, different soups. The tomato soup is the one we like the mm-hmm. most, but there are other great soups there as yep. well. And uh, lots of little... Um, dessert type things there exactly. as well that are fantastic. So yeah, yeah definitely yeah. if you're going to Disneyland, check out the Charlie Holiday uh, bakery cafe and yeah you might want to get the combo for sure and that was one re- one restaurant that was so good that they you know it was a quick service but that they put mobile ordering there because mm-hmm. that used to have tremendous lines mm-hmm. um and they've done a real good job of how they've separated out the mobile ordering so, yep yep really good so that was my number two ah mm. So you, we've just already gone to your number two. Yes, and now we go to your number two. Now I'm going to knock off your number one. I don't think so. I think so. I'd be surprised. Really? Hmm. Maybe. We'll see. My number two comes from a galaxy far, far away mm-hmm. and can be found in both Disneyland and the Walt Disney World yep, Resort. Yep, oh, really? I'm shocked. You're in the shocked. vicinity. You hear me? Shocked. <laughs> You're in the facility, but ah. uh, my number two is, of course, the Ronto Wrap from mm-hmm. Ronto Roasters, found in Galaxy's Edge at both Disney's Hollywood Studios and Disneyland Park. Uh, it's such a phenomenal dish: the sausage, the slaw, the wrap, the setting. <laughs> exactly. um, it's 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 pretty close to perfect. It is. That is so true. That is so true. And it it would have been an honorable mention. But my number one from that place at only one oh, park I know why is it's, better. It's not. <laughs> it but is. it is pretty good. But it's only at the yeah, it, this is the only one that's at Disneyland. Because when we're gonna go right to your number one because it's yeah. kind of they, they tie in together. So go ahead and go for your number one, Michelle. Exactly. So also, you know, as you mentioned from Ronto Roasters in uh, Galaxy's Edge at Batu is the Rontoless Garden Wrap. Now, they have a plant-based version at Walt Disney World's. It's not the same. It's not the same. That's like a it's salad not. and a wrap. Yeah, it's, it's not it's as good. It's fine. It's all it's right. It's not but, the same. But there are, this one is actually a plant-based sausage. And then it has a, a, a nice spicy um, kimchi so- slaw on it, some sweet pickle, cucumber, um, and some kind of, I think like an aioli or something on it that is, and it's in the, you know, wrap, the Ronto wrap yeah. as well. So it's, it's this, you know, uh, closest thing to a Ronto wrap, but being plant-based. 
Um, and I just found it a little less greasy mm-hmm. and I just like that flavor, but unfortunately you cannot get it. At I Walt don't know Disney why. World. I don't know why Walt Disney either. World hasn't brought because, that in because it's so much better than what they offer as their veggie yeah, version of it. Right. I don't understand why they haven't done that. Um, and they do have plant-based sausage and another, I'm trying to remember. Well, they've done that at Epcot a lot of times. Right. They'll have the plant-based sausage over at, um, what is it? The trading post or whatever it is yeah. that you know, they often offer that. For, right. So I don't know. Yeah, why I don't know. I, I don't understand it, yeah. um, especially since obviously it's it's being done. Uh, I'm sure there's a reason behind yeah. it, but um, really, um, if you get to Disneyland's version of Galaxy's Edge, yeah. um, and don't think their veggie is the one that you're getting at Walt Disney World. Try the veggie one yeah. if you're if you like kind of the veggie things. Um, try the one at Disneyland because it, it's it's delicious. It's good it spice. Is. It's it's yummy. It it's is good. Really I thought, yummy. In my opinion, Michelle likes it better. In my opinion, the regular Rancho Wrap is better, but you're not going to go wrong with that one yeah. for sure. My one B would be the breakfast and yeah. that the breakfast Ronto Wrap either sausage, it's eggs, it's cheese, yeah, it's right. bread. You can't go wrong there. Yeah, that one at either location, <laughs> yeah. either at uh, Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Um, is delicious as well. So right. that'd be my, like my one B. Right. Very so. good. Very good. So those are our five favorites. Do you have any other honorable mentions by any chance? Um, well, I think, you know, the one that you brought up about the, um, the bread service from Sanaa was yeah. my, my honorable mention. Um, there are a lot of other, you know, like there's so many great things. There are so over. many great things. Um, yeah, uh, mine, I'll tell you, I already put the, that I had the fried chicken from mm-hmm. P&J's um, in Fort Wilderness. Uh, my other one that was on my list for a little bit, then I kicked it off because we don't get it as often as we'd like because usually there's a festival going on, but when I get the opportunity to mobile order it, I love it. It's the beer-battered fish and chips from the Yorkshire uh, County Fish Shop at the yeah. UK Pavilion at Epcot. I know that's not one of your favorites, but right. I love it. I think it's delicious. It's hearty. It's, it's a good serving of food for not a bad price, and um, it's crispy. It's flavorful. I, I really enjoy the, the fish and chips from there. Yeah, I, I get it, and I and I get why. Um, but, yeah. Not, I know it's not your not favorite Not my thing, favorite. But I love it. But, yeah. I love it. And, again, we don't get it nearly enough because we're usually going through and uh, trying all the festival food. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think another one of my um, honorable mentions is um, – over at the Columbia Harbor House, mm-hmm. that they have a, a grilled salmon. Mm, yeah. And that's really... Well, the- let's be honest. What's your favorite thing to mobile order at the Columbia Harbor House is that shake with the donut yes, on I top. Was- <laughs> that is your thing. <laughs> yes, you'll get that salmon or whatever, but you really want that. What is it? It's, a, it's like a... Uh, it's the Happy Haunts milkshake. Isn't that a blackberry shake or something like that? Yeah, it is. It's a blackberry milkshake, um, and it has a purple chocolate glazed donut on top. <laughs> That's the thing that you're always stopping at, at mobile true. ordering at Columbia Harbor. That is I'll true. Remember there. And I thought about putting that one on because it is something that I get all the time, but I was thinking in terms of dishes like, right. I know. Or well, there entree. is a donut. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and a vegetable. Well, no, a fruit because <laughs> you got blackberry. Yes. It's, it's good for you. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of snacks. Now we could do a whole other episode on, on favorite snack mobile <laughs> ordering. Um, but And I'm hoping to report out on one of these in the near future of being the lobster roll. Have not tried that. Mm. Um, 
supposedly it's I don't know, I've heard more reviews from the Disneyland one as being excellent. I mean, we never tried it, but I don't know, maybe we gotta try it. Maybe we'll order that sometime the soon. For sure. From for Columbia sure. Harbor House. So those are our five favorite Disney and a couple more Disney dishes to mobile order. We'd love to know what yours are. Send them to us. Hit us up on social media. Send us to the Gmail account and we'll share them on an upcoming show. many good things that you can mobile order through the Disney parks, the Disney resorts. So many things we've tried, so many things we haven't tried yet. There right. could be some things we may discover later on that we're like, well, that should have been on our list. With all our lists, I'm sure they will adapt and, oh, yeah. and change. And it, yeah, I was going to say, they, they do change things from time to time. Sometimes they're seasonal things or holiday things also. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm always really impressed that the apps usually keep up to date with something that is a always seasonal. Usually. Always usually. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they usually do have the, the some of the seasonal items right. on there. They be they get on there pretty quickly. Sometimes they miss something. And yeah, you have to go up the there and ask part, about or, them. But right. usually are pretty good. Right. right. You know, so. or even for some special like Mother's Day and things mm-hmm. like that. They, they but yeah, it's, it's a great good. service. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh, it's such a great service. Uh, mobile ordering is the best. Uh, Absolutely. Just, there's nothing better than that. Being out all the way across the park and you're like, you know, I want this thing from this restaurant <laughs> right. over there. I'll just mobile order. By the time I get there, it'll be ready. Exactly. Yeah, so nice. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get to our Disney stories of the week. I have a few for you this week. I'm going to start with, we have great news for you. If you have plans to visit the Disneyland Resort, During spooky season, this from the Disney Parks blog, they said Halloween time materializes across the Disneyland Resort from September 1st through October 31st of 2023. If you're a big fan, Halloween fan, that means you can get an extra early start on the festivities. Halloween always starts so far ahead of <laughs> Halloween. It's cracking me up that Disney has kind of done. It's always It always used to be Christmas would start right. way early. Right. Now it's Halloween. It's I like know. Halloween. Is it Halloween time yet? Have they started the <laughs> parties yet? It's June. What are they waiting I for? Know, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, spirited seasonal decor and characters dressed in Halloween looks will appear in both theme parks, presenting countless photo opportunities, including the Main Street Pumpkin Festival at Disneyland Park, which we've gone through. I think we rode on the double-decker bus one time, and I just counted yeah. all the, the pumpkins That's and jack-o'-lanterns crazy. out there, and there were over 200. Right, just down going down Main Street. Right, and I'm sure I missed some. That's how many there were out there. Um, and the transformations of Cars Land, of course, at Disney California Adventure Park into uh, Radiator Screams, uh-huh, where local residents and establishments are decked out in their hall. H-A-U-L, Halloween best. (laughs) That place is so amazing how creative the Imagineers are to theme with cars. Imagineers? Those are the cars that are decorating that that place. What are you talking about? That is true. I know. I know. But it is, I, I can't even describe all the little details, but they really are amazing and fun and it's just a great time to go walk down it's fantastic i love it out there during that time of year uh disneyland park of course jack skellington and his friends from tim burton's the nightmare before christmas will once again wreck the halls at haunted mansion holiday 
That's always fun. And that runs through, of course, Christmas. That, right. that is a Halloween slash Christmas yeah. event. So you'll have that all the way into January. Right. We don't know the cutoff date in January yet, but you that will be available for you, even if you're not out there during Halloween time. Right. Uh, each night through October 31st, the Halloween Screams Nighttime Spectacular will summon supernatural projections, special effects, and music on Main Street USA, Sleeping Beauty Castle, Rivers of America, and in front of It's a Small World. Plus Magic Bland Plus, plus Magic Band Plus, adds another <laughs> devious dimension to the show with ominous illuminations and shivering vibrations. On select nights, they'll have fireworks uh, will be conjured up in the skies above, of course, not unlike Walt Disney World at Disneyland. If you don't know, there won't always be fireworks every night because it's California. It's fire season right. out there. It can be, it's always fire season out there, it seems like. <laughs> right. uh, so it can be a little tricky depending on what the weather's like, what the wind's blowing. And also, it's right in the middle of a neighborhood. Sometimes they want to cool it down for the neighbors and not have the log bangs right. late at night. So yeah. just know going, that, going in that you will get... The projections, but which you, are amazing, which are they they do a better job on projections than they do almost at Walt Disney World, oh, definitely yeah, down sure. Main Street, USA, because of the fact that they know that some nights that will be the only thing they have right. for the nighttime spectacular. So just be aware of that um, to make way for Halloween screams. The nighttime spectacular wondrous journeys is scheduled to make its last performance of the year, August 31st. So just note that mm. they said of the year. They didn't say it's going away. I know some right. people overreacted a little <laughs> bit when they heard this, like it's gone. Not necessarily. They're going to be having this, um, this what is it called again? Uh, Halloween Screams show. Right. And then they'll transition into their holiday show, of yeah. course, after that. And then I will be willing to bet, because people love this show, uh, once you get back into January after the holiday season, uh, that Wondrous Journeys will make a yeah, reappearance. Yeah, yeah. Um, meanwhile, at Disney California Adventure, Adventure Park, three attractions will undergo seasonal transformations with Halloween spins and drops. Uh, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree in Cars Land and Luigi's Rollickin' Roadsters opt for happily hair-raising soundtracks to become Mater's gra- Graveyard Jamboree <laughs> and Luigi's Honkin' Halloween. <laughs> for the first time, resident car actor... Car actor, character, car actor. Ah. Guido will sport a ghoulish costume as he welcomes <laughs> guests to the Casa de la Tires. Nice. <laughs> yes. As the afternoon winds down each day, the thrills go up at Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout in Avengers Campus. The attraction transforms into Guardians of the Galaxy's Monsters After Dark, a scream-worthy adventure to save Groot from the creatures running amok in the Collector's <laughs> Fortress. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, from September 8th through November 1st, Disney character-themed pumpkins will be hidden around downtown Disney District. So this is, you can do this for very little money if you want to go just visit the downtown right. Disney District. You don't need to buy uh, admission into the parks to check this out. Uh, for Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit, with the purchase of a map from participating locations, you can commemorate your search with a collectible keepsake by doing that. So you can get a little bit of fun out of the downtown right, Disney prize. District. Yes. Uh-huh. Also at Disney California Adventure Park, they'll once again be honoring the Mexican traditions of Dia de los Muertos, uh, the Day of the Dead, of course, with the return of the vibrant Plaza de la Familia cultural experience, which will bring brilliant marigolds, heartwarming entertainment, and family crafts to Paradise Gardens in, Calif- in Disney California Adventure Park from September 1st 
through November 2nd. And at Paradise Garden Grill, you'll be able to feast on menu items that are inspired by Mexican cuisine to kind of fit in with that area as well. It is mm-hmm. amazingly beautiful. I mean, the colors. Well, if you've seen Coco, you know, you, you can appreciate all the colors that they have there. And, and that's in that area, they have that. Mm-hmm. And it's just very beautiful and very touching. You yeah. Know, that of how you can even participate in in acknowledging and, and appreciating yeah, some um, loved they ones. have like the yeah. chain of memories or right. it's, I can't remember exactly what something it's called like but something that, yeah. like that where you put up people that you want to remember right and uh, you, the uh, and there's like tons of them uh, they're all put on like uh, paper marigolds right uh, you hang them there and it's 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 beautiful and fun and a yeah. nice way to kind of yeah. attribute to somebody who want to remember exactly. Uh, also, throughout the experience, characters and music from Disney and Pixar's Academy Award-winning Coco highlight eternal love and the everlasting bonds of family. Several times during the day, a musical celebration of Coco will present a talented company of folklorical dancers, plus mariachi singers and musicians that recount Miguel's adventure to the land of the dead. You can also meet Miguel, dance along with the mariachi music, and add remembrance notes to the memory wall. That's what I was just talking yep. about and more. So um, that's a lot of fun. It is. Uh, also over at Cars Land, Ramon will honor Dia de los Muertos at his Ooh. detailing shop with an ofrenda celebrating the town's good friend, Doc Hudson. Wow, very that's cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that I like that. Cool. I think that's yeah. a new addition. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't I remember seeing that before. I don't remember seeing it. it sounds. Like, I don't know if they did it last year. It sounds a little familiar mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, but we weren't out there for last year, right. so maybe they did it last maybe it year. Maybe something but, I read they were planning for right. this year. Um, But the biggest news, of course, is that the Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party, will once again take over Disney California Adventure Park for even more nights than ever before, bringing rare characters, villains, and spellbinding experiences on 25 select evenings between September 5th and October 31st, 2023. Uh, Kids and trick-or-treaters of all ages are invited to wear their Halloween costumes for a wickedly fun evening of attractions, some which may have shorter wait times than normal, may have. Theme food and beverages and more. Admission to the After Hours event also includes entrance to Disney California Adventure Park three hours before the party begins and unlimited Disney Photo Pass digital photo downloads from the party. It's all about taking the pictures in yes. your, in, when you have these creative costumes right. that you're going to be wearing out there. And boy, we, we've we gone out there. It's been a while since we did the Oogie Boogie Bash. We did the first ever right. Oogie Boogie Bash. Um, but we've been there on nights when they've had it and we were walking out of the park as those people that were going to the party were walking in and some of their costumes, phenomenal yeah, out of the park. So, so creative. Good. Yeah. It was, it was really enjoyable. They, they do. People do such a great job of getting decked out for these parties. Yeah. And it's nice. That it's like they said, people of all ages can, mm-hmm. you know, for during that, uh, parties those parties they can get dressed up in their costumes i mean obviously there's some restrictions people need to be familiar with but you know it's it's pretty liberal in what they allow and it like you said it's a lot of creativity a lot of detail that people have and if you're going you need to start picking where you want to get your photos taken because those lines get can get pretty long yeah um yeah and the the characters i mean every year they up their game yeah uh, on the characters that you're seeing out there it's it's amazing what they they do they just go over the top and it's insane I, i can't wait to see uh, when the first of these start and what new characters right. are making these new villains, because they're almost all villains, are making their new appearances out there. Right. And, um, it's always fantastic. That, yeah. that is such I mean, a, that is a, um, 
of all the themed, you know, ticketed parties, that may be the best uh, on both coasts mm-hmm. in Disney, in at least in in the U.S. in Disneyland. Uh, resort and the Walt Disney World Resort. Right. I mean, you know, Not So Scary is great. Um, very very Merry is great. Um, I think the Oogie Boogie Bash, from what I've seen, is is the best. Yeah. You know, I, I think they all have something special with them, but, but the Oogie Boogie is really, like you said, it, it brings it to a whole nother level. They're all a ton of fun. Don't get me wrong. They're yeah. all great. Yeah. I love all the parties. Um, but... Uh, uh, there's just something special about the Oogie Boogie Bash to me. Right. And like you were saying with the characters and the upping their games, the, they bring out some villains that you may never see again mm-hmm. in the park. The, you know, characters that just, you know, like Frollo from um, Hunchback of Notre Dame, you know, just different characters that you're not going to see yep. outside of that experience. That's for sure. For sure. So uh, if you get the opportunity, uh, take advantage of it. Go do the Oogie Boogie Bash. But all the parties are fun, like I said before. Uh, Moving on to our next story. A super heroic nighttime spectacular set to return to Disneyland Paris. Just a quick story here. This from DisneylandParisNews.com. They said from September 1st, 2023 until November 5th, 2023. It's almost the same time as the Halloween party. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The sensational nighttime show Avengers Power the Night returns to Walt Disney Studios Park with up to 500 drones and epic special effects. This spectacular drone show performed daily in the park will launch guests into the epic world of Marvel like never before. I think they they have done it before and I've seen some some small videos and Mm -hmm. some photo shots of it and it looks incredible yeah it looks amazing um i would definitely love to check it out i hope uh, a couple years from now when we are planning on making our way back to disneyland paris that they still have that show running yeah that would be cool Mm -hmm. or if they brought it over yeah yes you know i mean i know there's i'm sure there's reasoning for it but i'm a little surprised we haven't seen a drone show at uh, one of the disney parks yet yeah especially disneyland Mm -hmm. since i can't do things like fireworks as often and stuff like that. But there may be some no fly things with neighborhoods true. being around and yeah. everything there. But you know, somewhere like Disney's Hollywood Studios, right. you know, might be a perfect place for yeah. something like that. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, anyway, uh, that's exciting. I'm looking forward to checking that out and hopefully you get a chance to go check that out out there. If you're especially across the pond. somewhere, right. mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're closer to there and you get a chance, let us know how you like it. Right. For sure. For sure. Finally, if you've hit the lottery recently, did we hit the lottery in the no, last hour? Nope. No, still Darn not. Nope. <laughs> Got to play it to win it, but <laughs> that's true. That's true. They also have to draw the numbers. I don't think they drew the numbers in the last hour. Yeah. <laughs> No. Uh, and are looking for the ultimate exclusive Disney trip. We have something you may be interested in. This is from the Adventures by Disney website. They say embark on a bucket list adventure for 75 ultimate Disney fans. Disney parks around the world. A private jet adventure is returning in wow. 2024. Uh, we talked yeah. about this mm-hmm. last year. Right. That was the first time it came out. They're, they are running these uh, in the summer of 2023, but they're also doing them in summer of 2024. This dream vacation spans 24 days and covers six countries, visits to 12 uniquely magical Disney theme parks, as well as three iconic landmarks, the Taj Mahal, the Pyramids of Giza, and the Eiffel Tower. 
And throughout the trip, you'll stay in world-class accommodations and travel in luxury aboard a VIP-configured Boeing 757 operated by Iceland Air with long-range capabilities that allow for direct flights to maximize your time in each destination. You'll also enjoy personal access to experts and staff who provide fun and fact-filled stories, enabling you to be immersed in every location you visit. It sounds like an amazing yes. trip. And it comes with an amazing price tag. <laughs> you thought Galactic Star Cruiser was expensive? <laughs> ha! This chuckles at that. This says, hold my dome, Perignon. <laughs> I got a price for you. Prices for this start at $114,995 per person, based on double occupancy, by the way. <laughs> so if you have that kind of scratch going on, yeah. this may be the trip for you. Yeah. If you want to take anybody around <laughs> along, we'll be willing for to sure. travel with you. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking at double occupancy, if you're willing to flip the bill for $114,000, <laughs> We need, need a couple because we there's definitely not one of us going without no, the other one. Uh -uh. I think there'd be a little jealousy going on yeah. there. Uh, so you're gonna have to, you know, maybe if you have a two and you were looking for a fill out a family of four, we'd be happy to go along with you. <laughs> exactly. We'll sleep on the floor. It's fine for the rest of this price. It's all good. Definitely. <laughs> funny. Funny, funny. Anyway, that's it for the Disney Stories of the Week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because you can't see her, but I'm just telling you right now, she's beautiful. <laughs> she's gorgeous. You heard it. She's super intelligent. <laughs> you know she does the best research. She definitely has the best list. You already heard that earlier as well. But there's no question she has the very best tip. So let's get to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. You're too kind and funny. <laughs> um, so if you have a ticket already purchased or a, or a pass, an annual pass or whatever, and you decide you want to do an upgrade, you may be able to, you know, there's some different passes and how you've purchased them maybe that this might not apply to, but you may be able to upgrade that yourself without having to make a phone call. Um, now it's best to do this at the Disney website and not on the, my Disney, uh, experience app. So go onto their website version, but still go under my Disney experience and, um, you know, sign in, go to my plan section, and then you're going to find a tab kind of on the left side of the page called tickets and passes. And it's not something that shouts at you. You might have to look do a little bit of searching to, to see that. Little. Hey, I'm over here. I know. Look it, at me. It's I'm not, over here. It's, it's right. It's not that. Um, but then once you, if you do get in there and you, and you find your, your pass listed there, or if you're managing it for others in your family, um, then you can select that pass and it, it may give you that upgrade, um, icon that you could then select on and, and, and manage it that way. But if it doesn't work out, you know, some of your other options, if you're interested in, in upgrading is going to guest relations at the entrance of the parks. Obviously, um, they can be very busy in the mornings. Uh, another option would be going to the Disney Ticket Center at Disney Springs, which is really pretty smooth and easy to get into most of the time. Um, and you can even do it like the day before or something like that. But if all else fails, you can still call and, and try to um, arrange that upgrade 
through talking to somebody from guest services or, you know, Disney passes. Um, but you may be able to do it and avoid a wait on a phone call. Yeah, that'd be really nice and really easy. Hopefully it works. Yeah. <laughs> Disney IT. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Michelle's tip. Always the best tip. Uh, my tip this week, I'm going to borrow something from, unfortunately, a little bit of an experience we had with Keenan and Rachel uh, the other day. A little unfortunate experience for them. I right. mean, everything that we had with them was great. But they ran into a little issue where they were going on some of their attractions, including like the first ever attractions they were going on with their son, one of their sons. And they were unable to get their, their attraction photos right. weren't showing up on their My Disney Experience app. So Keenan had to end up uh, making a phone call to the, the, the photo pass people. Um, what they found out is that because they have some of the older style magic bands, the ones you used to get yeah, for Magic Band Plus. They had the older I mean, style no, magic bands, magic, yeah, just magic, the regular yeah. magic bands, right. not the Magic Band Plus. Right. Um, and their batteries were quite either low or almost completely out. Um, so while they were able to scan them to get into the park and able to, I think they were still able to purchase food with them as right. they said, um, they weren't putting out enough of a signal that I guess that they were able to put the picture together with them. Right. Uh, so, um, they had some difficulty with that. So, I just wanted to give you that warning going in that if you're going to the parks and using some of the older magic bands that you got from many, many years ago, while they may still work, if you're looking to get these attraction photos, um, that could be an issue for you. Now, I don't know. We don't know on Magic Band Plus because we know it still works. It's rechargeable. Right. Um, and we know it still works even if the charge runs down on it before you recharge it. But we don't know what it will do for this photo experience. Right, so. yeah. Um, but just know that going in that um, if you're looking, if you if, uh, if an attraction photo is important for you, you may want to find some other ways, maybe ask a photo pass person about it. What's the best way to make sure I get these attraction photos, even though I only have this older style magic band. Right, right. Now they were able to talk to somebody yes. who did find it. They did get their pictures. Right. It was a little bit of a an ordeal I felt yeah. for poor Keenan on the phone when right. we were relaxing together, but um, it, he was able to get those photos. So I'm happy for them that that was able to happen for them. And I'm sure uh, Disney would do it. If you do run into a problem where you don't see your attraction photos and you really want them, I would suggest you contacting uh, Disney as soon as possible and letting them know. Uh, I would imagine the longer it goes, the, the harder it is for them right, to find to that photo it. for mm -hmm. you. Um, so you'll, you definitely want to take advantage of that if you can and jump on it as at the earliest convenience right. that you have. Yeah. Good point. So, so just want to, again, that that's something that can mess up your time out there. So right. I wanted to let you know that going in so you can be prepared for that possible situation right. based on Keenan and Rachel's unfortunate experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good tip, honey. Thanks. Thanks. Um, that's it for this week's show. Well, next week, as we already mentioned, it is our fifth anniversary celebration show. Yes. Five years mm. as a podcast. And we want you to be a part of it. You are part of the show. We want you to be a part of the celebration because again, as I mentioned earlier, yes, it's about us, but it's also about you because we wouldn't be doing this show if you weren't along right. on this journey with us. So we want you to be a part of it. So please hit us up through the social medias I'm about to mention. Hit us up through the Gmail account, whatever. Anything you want to say, I don't care what it is. 
As long as it's nice. <laughs> It'd be appropriate. Yeah. yeah. We're a family show. Don't just rip us down. Yeah. And, uh, please have it be appropriate. I want to bleep everything out as we're going through it. Um, but I I know you. I know you all want right. to do something like that. I we just uh, I'm, we're looking forward to having you be a part of this great celebration. Yeah. Anything you you feel like you want to share, we'd really appreciate it. It's there's nothing too small that could be right. uh, shared with uh, with everybody on our next right. episode. And we've already gotten a couple submissions, and I want to thank those of you who've mm-hmm. already turned your stuff in. Appreciate it. It's Bravo. already very heartfelt and wonderful, and I can't wait to play it all. Um, and, uh, again, uh, if you could just get this stuff to us by the end of the day on Friday, June 9th, right? Right. <laughs> a, uh, get to us at the end of the day of Friday, June 9th, so we can get it incorporated in the show. That would be fantastic. Earlier is even better, but uh, I, I, I'm a procrastinator. I understand. <laughs> June 9th. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Me? <laughs> anyway, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, we are on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, hit us up at our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. And share and celebrate together with all of us. Yes, come on and join in the good, positive Disney energy fun happening there. Uh, We're also on YouTube. You want to find us there. We're at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And as we mentioned before, if you want to contact us for any reason, send it all to Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. And we would definitely appreciate if you tell a friend or family about our podcast. Yes, that is the best way that we... Start growing this show even larger and invite more people in, more Hyperion adventurers to have a good time and have some fun and have a Hyperion adventurer together. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.